Hey, it's Leah. Before we start this episode, I just wanted to tell you about this other show called Stuff the British Stole. It's from CBC Podcast and Australia Radio National, and it's got all the story elements I love. It's got colonial theft. It's got museums denying that theft. It's got intrigue. It's got jokes by Australians. Join host Mark Fresnel as he picks one artifact and takes you on the wild, evocative, sometimes funny, and often tragic adventure of how it got to where it is today. Check it out on the same thing that you're listening to this on or on CBC Listen. This is a CBC Podcast. Hey, Secret Life of Canada listeners, it's Phelan. On Thursday, May 4th, CBC Podcasts hosted a night of storytelling at the 2023 Hot Docs Festival. Hosts from some of CBC Podcasts' most acclaimed series took to the stage and turned the mic on themselves to share the stories they've spent years figuring out how to tell. I was one of the panelists for that evening, representing The Secret Life of Canada, and I spoke about my experience growing up on Six Nations and a story I never thought I would tell. Have a listen. So on The Secret Life of Canada, the podcast that I co-host, we like to say that we highlight the stories that you may not have heard in your high school history class or read in your textbook. We look at things like, is Alberta a rat-free province? And we look at, what can Jewish cookbooks tell us about the history of Montreal? But sometimes the episodes can hit a little close. So one day, I was in the halls of the CBC, and a producer came up to me, and she said, I saw an article online about Six Nations not having drinking water. Isn't that where you're from? And I remember very clearly the emotion of the moment. It was uneasy, it was gray, it was weird. I wasn't exactly embarrassed, but being asked that question, it stirred something inside me, something that I hadn't really thought about. I think I had that question. It was a question that was right in front of my face for my whole life, but I didn't know how to ask it. Why did I grow up without running water? Growing up on Six Nations, my young life was pretty idyllic um, in a lot of ways. It's a really beautiful place. Um, This is my dad's backyard. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And I've lived in a lot of places over the years, but the res has always been home. Whenever I say home, it's what I think of. This is where I think of. But... Growing up there, it wasn't always easy. The first house that we lived in on the res, it had a sink, uh, but no toilet, no shower, and no drinking water. But I was young, and I didn't know any difference, so it didn't really bother me. The next house we lived in had a shower, one sink, but no toilet. And this was when I was a teenager, so, you know, I'm sure some of you fought with siblings over bathroom time, so you can imagine how brutal this would have been. Um, My sister and I would time our bathroom breaks at night so that we wouldn't have to go by ourselves to the outhouse. By this time, you know, I knew that most people off the res had water. They had plenty of water. That things I had to consider, they just didn't have to. When I started dating in high school, he was a white guy with a car. I always liked white guys with cars. He would offer to come and pick me up all the time and drive me around and hang out, but I always refused. I didn't want him to see where and how I lived. I wouldn't tell him my address. I carried a shame, but why was it mine to carry? So years later, when this producer asked me, isn't that where you're from? I felt a resurgence of that shame, but 
I didn't let it grab hold. I just said, yes, that's where I'm from. And I knew then that I needed to figure it out, to learn why I grew up without running water, to understand it. As an Indigenous person, you often spend a lot of time trying to figure things out, why things are the way they are. And I thought maybe other people would be interested to know too. So I proposed doing an episode on water, a pretty big topic, and not just a big topic for me. A couple of months before I started working on the episode, The Guardian published an article saying that 91% of Six Nations residents didn't have access to clean water, even though there was a newly installed water treatment plant. My res was in the news, a headline about drinking water, which made me feel a certain way, and I shared my feelings with my co-host, Leah Simone Bowen. And I remember reading that article and feeling this weird mix of emotions. I felt angry and annoyed and sad. Seeing your community reduced to that place 90 minutes from Toronto without clean drinking water. We're so much more than that. We're a vibrant, historically rich community with really talented artists. Right. But on the other hand, I knew this was true. I knew this was the case. I knew that many didn't and don't have clean drinking water. I didn't when I was a kid. We bathed in rainwater. We had a slop bucket. We had an outhouse. So why did this news report bother me? I think it bothered me because, yes, we are so much more than people who just don't have drinking water. We are people who have not just survived, we have thrived. We might not have had water, but we had a lot of other things. Culture, community, a strong sense of our history and who we are. But I still had the same question. Where was our water? I called up then band councillor chief Ava Hill, and she told me something that really stayed with me. She told me that, yes, the community had a new water treatment plant, but that the community was still trying to get the infrastructure in place to get water to the houses. You can't get water to houses without pipes. And then she said something that hit me really hard. In addition to that, it gives me good pleasure to drive around and see fire hydrants all over the place because they're hooked up to the water line, and that's, that's so instrumental in helping with the fire protection in our community. It's such a small thing, but so big at the same time. We finally had fire hydrants. I grew up without seeing them on the res. So many houses burned down, they still do, because we don't have them. And so I kept thinking about these fire hydrants, and I started to think about a lot of other things, too. For me, it made me reflect on my entire life, and you sort of, you know, look backwards through it, and you see all of... You see all of the things that you didn't have and you only know you didn't have those things until all of a sudden you have them. And then you realize, I didn't have this. Why didn't I have this? And I mean, you have to come to the obvious conclusion, which is racism. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. racist. Mm -hmm. Reserves were constructed as places to keep us. Mm -hmm. Quite literally, mm -hmm. quite literally to, you know, there was a time when we weren't allowed to leave them because we're not supposed to be here. Mm -hmm. We're supposed to be extinct by now or assimilated. Yeah. So why would you build us pipes? I think of all of the communities across the country that still don't have this, that still don't have water. 
So me telling you this story today, it, it feels like putting aside any of my shame or my embarrassment that I had, it, it, it feels like a very small sacrifice to tell you this story, to let you know. Thank you. That was the story I never thought I would tell from the 2023 Hot Dogs Festival. You can listen to that episode I mentioned on stage, Water. It's season two, episode nine of The Secret Life of Canada. It's worth a listen or a re-listen. You can find The Secret Life of Canada on the CBC Listen app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Phelan Johnson. Thanks for listening. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.